Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. Wow. Once again, we are graced by the celebrity personality of none other than Fat Albert himself. Hey, who you call him fat, man? I'm just a little bit overweight. I ain't uh, fat. Yeah, you're That's not rude. You're kind of heavy set, Albert, ever since you did that Atkins uh, thing of yours. Oh, yeah, Atkins. man. I was eating nothing but shark skin and feet. <laughs> shark skin feet. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm Jeremy. I'm Eric. I am not fat. Oh no, no, no. Nor no. am I Albert. I'm I'm pleasantly plump. <laughs> I'm slightly larger than average boned Jeremy. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> you're uh hefty? No what no. Hefty. Chunky. No, what's what's the, the real political correct way to say it? Oh, I would say I'm soft in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of flabby muscle. A little soft in the middle. No, there's all. a word. There's a, it's like chunky or what? That's I'm, politically I'm, correct. No, no. It's hey, not check chunky. out the little chunky it's like kid over there. Chunky. It's uh oh, you're 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 solid. You're thick. Oh, you're, thick. Is thick the right one? No, there's uh, a better thick one. Thick is more like muscular. Like, yeah, yeah. That's a thick guy over you there. You know what I'm talking about? Thick. There's a word like that though. That's like uh, you're not quite like not like oh oh. Oh man, it's, I think it's on the tip of my tongue. I know it's like chunky, or but it's oh, not no, quite no, no, as no. mean as chunky. It's it's like voluptuous. That's no, not the oh, word. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well yeah. Vo- voluminous. <laughs> no, that's that's definitely not not the word. Hefty, not hefty. No, <laughs> it's like that though. Folks, Hardy. Right in. Hardy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Carl Jr. A little Hardy. <laughs> No, H-E-A-R-T-Y. Oh, hearty. Hearty. Oh, that's a pirate. That's a fat pirate. <laughs> no, he's just hearty. Yeah, it's me hearty. Ah, uh, me hearty. Hey, no, keep your hands off him. He's me hearty. Well, wouldn't you rather be hearty than, than a skinny person? I mean, I think hearty is actually a good good way, good good place to be, you know? Big boned. Big boned. Okay. Thick skinned. No, that's completely different. I'm Eric. Fathead. <laughs> 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 Wait, those two don't necessarily oh, no, 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 go together. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, that was a complete coincidence. Trust me. Uh, so yeah, what, what, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, Magneto number Magneto, six. Number six. Um, so oh, we your were, your other podcast, yeah, right, folk, folk, <laughs> person, listener. Hey, Lindsay, are you yeah, out there? We were listening. We're, we, Adam and I do another podcast called The Danger Room, and you should Google that up real quick. Oh, The Danger Room. I was trying so to think. That's a good. Room. That's a good name. I like the name. Yep. It's a great name for a podcast. Adam came up. I would that listen one. to it uh, just on the merit Solely of the name. Solely based on yes, the name. Sweet. Yes. As I have done with some bands and some so women. You, yeah, sure. And so, so what's your name? Uh, Max Power. Maxine. Maxine Powers. Okay. Oh, I'm, I will listen to. I'll you. try it out. I'll, <laughs> I'll give try. it a ride. I'll give try it anything it. once. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, uh, Gertrude Buffalo Head. Yeah. I could just speculate about that one. I don't need to necessarily try that one. You could speculum that one? Speculum that one. <laughs> so what? That's my speculum sound. Um, so I can see, like, you, now you said that uh, the X-Men actually were, was started ah. being written in um, 1963. 63, yep. Uh, there was a lot of political unrest, and with any other contemporary writer, and by contemporary I mean, uh, so, you know, a writer that writes uh, the, about the times that are going on right now, whether they be 1963 or 1955 or 1941 or 1800, whatever writer is contemporary of that age mm-hmm. and whatever genre that writer is writing in, the the, the fire, the, uh, the, the, the political and social uh, morality feeling excitement of whatever is going on at that particular time is going to be reflected in the art and, and the, well, in this case, the art and the words mm-hmm. and the and the storyline. So, what I'm wondering is if if you if you dive into uh, the parallels that might that might have existed at that time, mm-hmm. you know, based on the history that you know of that time, mm-hmm. and and maybe uh, you know where we are now, how we got here, and and if there's anything we learned. I mean, is that do you go you go that deep? I'm I'm assuming I haven't listened to an issue. I mean, sure. I should listen to a, an issue. Well, um, you call it an issue. <laughs> that was the original idea, but no, they're just episodes. Um, the X-Men certainly does embody exactly what you're talking about. I mean, the X-Men, in my opinion, I think this is why I've, I've liked them since I first read them, is because 
they do kind of mirror somewhat the political, not political, social, whatever, uh, landscape of the time that they're being written in. So in the earliest issues of the X-Men, I don't think that they necessarily embodied that. Uh, I think they I think were they probably were, looking for their, their their voice. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and in the very first issues, you see that they're trying to create like this happy go lucky team that everybody loves this team of of mutants, as they're called. And see, that's the other thing is when you think of a mutant here in 2011, you're like, oh, an ugly, mm-hmm. scaly, nasty, toxic, toxic, toxic Avengers, person, yeah. right? But in 1963, the word mutant, I guess, didn't really reflect that because that's the term that they use for the X people that had extra like special, special powers, powers right. right? And so, um, as the issues progressed, uh, what they wrote in smartly, I think, was uh, an innate fear in humans of things that were different, i.e., the X Men. So much so that the government gets involved, and they're like, "Whoa, this, this mutant thing that's going on." We don't understand it. We don't like it. And they they can walk through walls. They can fly. They can control magnets. Unless we can control them, uh-huh. we want to stamp them out and we want to stop them. Yes. So we want to create this this uh, political or this um, social fear. Sure. Yep. In in the populace against them. And there's there's actually a senator in the series much later on in the series that embodies that ideal though. The- McCarthy. It's kind of communism. It yeah. kind of kind of reminds me of 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 the the whole communist thing. Oh my God, we don't understand him, so mm-hmm. just stop him. Don't red commies are godless and so it definitely in in the Danger Room podcast. We haven't quite gotten to that uh, issue episodes, yet. Those episodes, yeah, okay. Uh, they're coming soon. Trust me, because they actually. I mean, they, they. I'm intermixing episodes and issues. Yeah, you know how it works. Episodes. But what it is is it's more of a yeah. I don't know. It's issuesodes. Issuesodes. Ah, that, we should use that issuesodes. It's more of uh, um, I have it patented. Just talking about the issues themselves, and definitely any parallels that exist within what's going on on the page and what's going on from what we rem- not remember, but what we know of that time frame. For example, Marvel Girl is she's the only female character, and back it almost, in the day there in the X Men, every team I think had a token female, and she was the X Men. Well, token what about female. what about the 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 girl with the fire or something, or the flying girl, the silver girl? Where, there's a couple girls, aren't there? There's, well, there's a lot of females in the oh, Marvel so, universe. So okay, well, you, well, you were, were you going somewhere? I'm sorry. Yeah. So in the '60s, there was only a handful. Each team I think had one, <laughs> maybe I think just about one. And in the X-Men specifically, because that's what we've been focusing on, almost every page in which she's addressed, it's, hey, doll face, or hey, oh. skirt, come here. Or there's one issue in which uh, the professor, Professor Xavier, is like, oh, thank you, Jean, for cooking while the cook was out. You know, all the men are sitting at the table eating the food, and she's got her little serving plate and oh stuff. Oh, my. And, it, you know, I mean, come on. that, that kind Cleaverville. Of, exactly. So a lot of the things that we talk about in the X-Men, I'm, I'm more interested in kind of how things were socially portrayed rather than, and then Cyclops blasted Magneto with his optic blast. Like that stuff. I'm like, let's, let's let's zoom past this and let's get to the point where, you know, some kooky sixties stuff is happening. Good. That reminds me of the question that I was going to ask you, but I didn't ask you before. Cause you said something about uh, reading them again. Now Mm -hmm. I know you're only 36 or whatever, but um, thank you. Good Lord. I know I'm so old. Oh my God, dude! Do you have your uh, extra teeth yet? <laughs> my, um, you, we get a third set. So <laughs> I'm hoping maybe evolution is is going to change that. Yeah, they're called dentures. Um, there's a there's a carousel going on upstairs. There's a circus coming to town into your into your basement. Um, did you read? Have you read them before? Have you read all number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Yes. And up. Okay, but yes. not like you didn't like hold original. No, 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 no. You didn't go to Rome and like blow the Pope so that he would let you into his <laughs> private vault down in it the is, catacombs. Down actually, there. you know what? You did blow the Pope. N- no, I blew, you blew somebody. The, you blew he, the Cardinal. He still didn't give me comic books. No, um, in his pants. <laughs> you were in his pants. I was in his come, pants. Come to my pants. Come to my pants. I keep all my best comic books down in the basement. When I was younger, when I was, everything seems in my life to be like 12. And anytime, if you listen to this podcast and you go back, every story is like, when I was 12 when years I was 12. old, I had these LE gears and I got made fun of, right? No, it, it, it just feels like 
I got my first tooth when I was 12. <laughs> when I was 12 years old, I lost my first baby tooth. And I learned I just, how to ride a bike. And I drank my first beer and <laughs> kissed a girl. <laughs> I stopped pooping in my pants. Yeah. Anyways. It was a great year, man. I'll tell you what. However old I, I was. I had pictures from that year. However old I was in fifth grade is when I first got into the X-Men. And um, shortly thereafter, Marvel released this thing called, I think it was called Marvel Masterworks. And What, what it, year was that? Uh, I, well. Fifth grade. Now we got to do math. You were, t- you were 10. So what year were you born? 76? So 86. 86. 80, oh my God. 86, so that was 87. Could have been 73, 80, That was 23 years after the inception. Of, in, yes. Of the so what, what issue would you say that was? That what, I started what on? What issue sewed? That yeah. I started? Um, yeah. what, did, what was the first one you bought? Do you remember? Y- yeah. Absolutely. I remember. Well, 463. I remember I was reading G.I. Joe comic books and I was really into it. Hang on a second. I was really into G.I. Joe comic books because I thought I should be into G.I. Joe comic books. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. And I had and L.A. Gears. You and were L.A. Wearing... Gears. No, the L.A. Gears Did, came later, Could you imagine if G.I. Joe was wearing L.A. Gears? Oh, my God. You would have, like, just... No, I knew. So, I had to join the army, probably. You I had to yeah, forge right. your papers. <laughs> Free, kids. If you... <laughs> Free LA gear. If you sign every up, sign up. Oh my They're co- God. LA combat boots. LA, gear <laughs> LA combat boots. Um, so I had these GI Joe comic books, and I would draw up these little top secret folders, like because it's GI Joe, right? And everything in the GI Joe universe is top secret and classified. So I was like, oh, you know, like, like the Christmas story. And so the decoder ring thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm almost done. Just a second. Uh, it's a commercial. <laughs> Drink more Ovaltine. <laughs> Buy more action figures. Um, Read the X Men. Re- yeah. Buy LA Gears. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a little stack of uh, GI Joe comics, and I would bring them to school every day because in fifth grade we we had uh, like reading time for like thirty forty five minutes, and I would just sit there and read my X Men comics. And the other kids reading Moby Dick. <laughs> right, right. Here I am, like Mozart. They're like, comes, oh, I'm gonna figure out the uh, how to play. Duke. I love Duke. <laughs> <laughs> and this, but you had your top secret folder that I had my top. Nobody like, else knew. I, I'm reading comic books, but nobody, nobody knows else what's in here. Unfortunately, somebody snuck past my top secret folder. They got in your pants. No, he didn't get in my pants. <laughs> but um, he looked over my shoulder and he's like, "Why are you reading GI Joe?" I was like, oh, "I don't like him." He's like, "Here, read this." So he gave me a. He didn't give me. He lent me for the reading mm. hour. A copy of the X-Men. Ooh. And that was issue 225. Wow. And uh, mm. so I read it, and I was like, oh, wow. You know, like all these characters. This and guy could kick Joe's ass. All of these guys could come in and kick G.I. Joe's ass. Was Wolverine yeah. in there already? Oh, yeah, point? yeah. Absolutely. So I went to the comic book store. Now, this is this was... I think like a golden age, at least for me in comic books, because my allowance was $3 a week, which isn't, wasn't really all that much, but a comic book was 75 cents. Ooh, sweet. So, I mean, you yeah, could go you and you could buy three, yourself four, comic, four books comic books with tax and everything. And so the comic book store that I went to, they held a bunch of back issues. Uh, so you could go and on the racks they would have, so I, I bought the 225, which I had read, and then I bought the four prior issues Rent home and like right read, away, first oh, thing, eh? Read all, oh, of, yeah, oh my gosh! Wow. And then I got my next allowance. And I went back and I bought. There was like some other issues that I was able to get. My so you were hands smart on. So enough like, at that point already to like start buying back issues. I wanted to get caught you, up in the story because yeah, yeah. like all this like you kind of like put. That me reminds in the me of, of my story. Tintin days sure. when I was twelve. Sure. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, I found the magazine that had like short. It had like just like one page of mm-hmm. Tintin, and mm-hmm. you know Tintins are all sixty-four pages. Yep. They're I mean, the actual books are in color, but this was like in the back of a kid's magazine and it had one page in black and white. And that's where I got into it at the, at the school library. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, I got to get all of this. This is, yeah. So I can totally, I can totally, I mean, it wasn't comic books, but it was anyways. Sure. No, it's the same. It's the same medium, graphic novel, whatever. So yeah, I'm saying that at that age already, you're like, Oh, I got to get the back issues. I got to build. What, how how did we get here? How did we get here? Yeah. This is so cool. I got to know all about this. So, um, I, I, I was busy buying the latest issues, the, the back issues and all that sort of stuff. Meanwhile, Christmas was rapidly approaching and Marvel produced this thing called Marvel Masterworks. And what Marvel Masterworks was, uh, was a um, reprinting of original issues. And so they made ones for the Avengers, the Hulk, and the X-Men. And I, they were like $30, but they were hardbound, bookshelf quality with a dust jacket, all reprinted and recolored. And I begged and begged, can I please have this for Christmas? And they were what, oh, like $7.99? 
Hmm? No, How much were they? Well, like thirty about thirty dollars. Oh, oh, did you already say that? Yeah, but it was like ten issues bound into to one hardbound book. Twenty dollars? How much did you say? Twenty or thirty dollars? Probably thirty. Why, why can't I, that my number? I'm just thinking like, there's seventy five cents. Oh, whatever, whatever. Okay, well, never mind. This was like issues one through ten, the sixties, the the originals, and they were. Have you looked those up? How much are they now? Probably three hundred dollars if you get one in mint shape. Huh? Well, yeah, but these weren't the original. Anyway, they were like re. Prints. I know what bound you're into about. a book. Yes. I mean, and they were really anyway. It's nice paper and all that sort of stuff. Because comic books back then were were not no not much better than newsprint. Oh, it was like really yeah, really yeah, cheap paper and yeah. inks and whatnot. So, anyways, I, I got it and I read oh, you it. Did yeah, my my mom got it for me. But for you Christmas. already had most of those issues. No, 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 no. No, th- this I, was like early ones. This is one through ten. <gasps> so you have one through ten? Not the originals. No, but I mean, you <laughs> have it in that hardbound thing. Not anymore. I, I don't know where what happened Ooh. to that book thing. Ooh. But would it's you not- trade? Would you trade that whole box full of uh, army cards for it? No. Oh, okay. Anyways, I mean, it's not worth probably more than thirty dollars value wise. I mean, it's seriously. I don't know. Doesn't matter. That's not even important to the story. You had it's asked all about money. You had asked if I had read these issues before. Have you read these issues? And the answer yes. is yes. Oh my god! We fi- finally see. I've, I've been sitting here. On, however, on this pin, and however, this needle. I only have one pin and one needle. You I'm then asked if I ever got a chance to hold the originals in my hands, and so. It began. And so it began. I read those Marvel Masterworks, and I was really into it. I was buying as many issues as I could. And then I uh, went to Indiana with my, my mom to uh, her brother's house, uh, I guess my Uncle Jim. And Uncle Jim was a collector from way back. And so the conversation came up, like, what are you into? You know, and I said, oh, I'm into comic books. Like, oh, really? I'm into comic books, too. And he, he trudges away. And, and he, this was 80, 87, 88? This is right around that time. Maybe maybe two. When you were 12. When I was 12. Everything happened when I was 12. It was right around that time. So it was at the dawning of my X-Men collecting uh, phase. And he uh, comes back with this little notebook, one of those... Uh, like the small grocery shopping ones that, yep. that flip on the top or whatever. Yep. Uh, he, he, he slaps that down in front of me, and I was like, well, what's this? And he's like, this is every comic book I own. So if you look through it, you can see the issue numbers, and if the issue numbers are circled, I have those. And I was like, what? Oh, so I'm flipping through this, and it's Superman, Spider-Man, Avengers. Wow. Hulk, X-Men, you know, he, he didn't have all of them, but he had like 3, 7, 12... 14 i was like wow cool you know i have this marvel masterworks this is the first 10 issues and i have this and i have that and oh man i really like the x-men yeah you know not he's he, like oh okay he's like yeah oh yeah yeah so you know i i keep i was like i keep him in the attic or i don't know where he said he kept him i was like i have oh, in my pants know? and so <laughs> right i keep him yeah come here little boy <laughs> you can read x-men 12 but it's gonna cause you some digging so he let me look at this notebook, which is just pencil scratchings of numbers circled, and I'm going through this thing, and by this time I'm familiar with some of the other Marvel Comics titles, and I'm like, oh, you have Avengers you know, 14, that's when they met so-and-so character, oh, that, oh, wow, that's so cool, wow. Wow. And I'm like, because I'm totally into it, and I'm looking through this thing, and I'm retelling this, this he knows this probably, because he's the one that collected this. And we were there for a week. Wow. And not once did he like take me up to the tome and, and, and let me at least even gaze upon the box in which all of this material was stored. Now, granted, I never asked, never outright said, Jim, can you take me to the attic and show me these? Because I thought that that would be too forward and, and whatever. But, but wow. still, I sat there with that notebook like, oh, my God, oh, my God, like. I must have been prepubescent because I didn't blow a wad in my pants. But if I could have, I probably would have. And yet we never got a chance to go up there and look at them. I was so, wow. so disappointed. Yeah. Can you believe it? So that that's the closest I ever came to holding one of those classic so 60s X-Men titles. He, uh, that was your mom's brother? Mm-hmm. How old is he now? Gosh, he was... I mean, do you have 48? any... No, I don't have any. No. That's well, like mean, the last time I saw him. I, I mean, I haven't... Well, write him a fucking letter. Yeah. Pardon my French there, but holy crap. If he rem- he probably remembers his story and the fact, okay, here's my theory on brainwaves. Okay. People that have things that happen like that, okay? He picked up on that. 
And he might have stored it away, but he was a, such a nerd that he collected comic books anyways that he didn't have much of a life outside of that. I'm sorry. Maybe uh, I'm probably dissing not. you there. But whatever he went on to do, he remembered that. Because that was – and maybe maybe your mom's family is really that screwed up, but that had an effect on him. You think whether so? he likes it or not. Yes. And whatever he's going to do with those comics, he's probably still – because brainwaves, like you put out that energy, and now you—we are right now talking about that. You brought that up. Sure. That brainwave energy is still there, and you put it out there again into the ether. Oh, and sure. it got picked. It's being picked up right now, whether mm-hmm. you think about it or not. There's there's the similar patterns somehow are out there. Mm-hmm. Write that guy a letter, and because if that guy kicks off next year, he'll be like, "What the hell am I going to do with all these comics? Oh, I could do. That. I could sell them, make a lot of money." You know what? That Jeremy kid, and I feel kind of bad about that. You might just get his entire collection. I'm just saying it's worth a shot. Write the guy a fucking letter. Yeah. Peace out, brother. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. So there you go. That that's was... that's. uh Wow. I, I can't even imagine the the coming that close. No, I can't imagine the 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 jerkiness of that guy. I don't this know. This kid comes to visit right. who's like obsessed with right. these things. And you have, I mean, see, now that's, maybe that's me. Maybe that's my, uh, I would be like, oh, hell yeah. You know, what are they worth? I mean, even back then, what were they worth? What was the number three? What's the number three worth in in eh, okay condition right now? 100 bucks? Probably. Okay. So back then. A number three worth, you know, in condition was probably twenty bucks. Uh, I think uh, the X Men, those older sixties, if they're in really good condition, have always pretty much been valuable. A hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what does he have it in there in a fucking vault with a with a with a handprint? I don't or something? know. You know, I wanted to ask him. Like, you know what? He, are I they think in he bags? Was pulling your leg. Are they in? Bo- he was like, these are the ones I really want. He, come on. He's an old guy. He's I, your mom's you know, brother. I talked to her, though, afterwards. I was like, yeah, I really want her to look at those comic books. And what did she say? She said that he's always kind of been that, not not selfish, but kind of maybe oblivious and always a collector. So she's like, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he had all those. He had he had toys and models and action figures and comic books and magazines. Did, and, was he married? Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What did he do? Well, I don't know what he did. He didn't. He didn't collect comic books when I went there. I mean, these were all things that he had collected from his childhood, and some point in his teenage life stopped, maybe or or, or whenever, and and just carried this stuff with him throughout his life. I mean, you went, we went out to his garage, and he had all these model planes and model cars that he had built throughout the years. You know, like the the classic hot rod with like a big gear shifter. He had all of that sort of stuff, and you know, he's like, "Hey, you want to look at this?" Like, nah. You know, <laughs> I still had this little notebook where I'm like, "Oh my God, you have Hulk four? You know, that was me. And he was trying to show me this other stuff. I was like, "I don't really care about this other garbage. I want to look at the comic books." So I maybe he was pulling my leg, but I I. I doubt it. Interesting. Interesting. Anyways, I Oh I, yeah. There you go. I heard something interesting. Okay. What was that? Um it was Speaking it was about the <laughs> Should we shift gears a little bit? Should we with our with our uh, with our oversized, oversized hot rod shifter? Shift rod with the with the skull with the, and skull the teeth and the yeah. eyes and the flames and the eight ball and the Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So the um the what's the big question on the on the on the minds of the world and the people today? Energy. Oh. Where do we get our energy, right? And we were talking about it a little bit earlier. About, yeah, baby poop and all that stuff. But the the real interesting one that, that kind of struck me was the moon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, well, you've brought this up before. The moon has the power to move the tides. So if you could somehow harness that energy, you would be powerless. No, powerful. Uh, Limitless power. I, I have the power of the moon in my pants. <laughs> I can literally move the ocean with my pants. We should, we should, we should tell our, our listeners because we, we we keep talking about the pants. But, oh. Well, um, the, that, well where do you be, have it? It's do not you have it? You can whip it out and, and push the button. I, There's a little tchotchke that uh, I, Eric, over here found at, uh, at the monkey. Somebody brought in. I don't know. My what, little store. It's and an it, Optimus and it says, Prime. Yeah, it says, I am Optimus Prime, and I have... I have the cube. We must protect the sentience cube. No, the energon cube. The energon cube, and, and I, I, what, what is, what's the one? I have the Decepticons in, in my sights. No, I, 
like I it said like come with me to my base or something like that or I they're in my pants. And so well we we figured that uh it would be really funny to reprogram this little yes. handheld tchotchke that talks into saying something goofy like you know that my the energon cube is in my pants. We would rename his base right. like his his evil evil base as the pants. Right. And then like I am defending my pants. You cannot get into my pants. I, yes. <laughs> Come into my, my pants. My pants are impenetrable. <laughs> if you break into my pants, I will tie you up and well anyways. If you get um, into my pants, then you'll find the obelisk and we can't have that happening. <laughs> it's <laughs> hidden in the, the obelisk of power. Anyways, yes. So there you go. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, and I forgot what I was talking about. Pants and energy and the moon. Oh, that's right. So the moon is in my pants. No, <laughs> uh, there is one, but. Right. Okay. Energy. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily tides, although that's a pretty good idea that I had before, mm-hmm. but somebody else can have it. I'm, okay. I'm relinquishing. I'm signing off. It's open source now. It's open source. <laughs> right, right. It's Linux or whatever. You're not patenting that, that not, idea? Well, maybe I should, but no, if anybody's really. All right, all right folk. <laughs> listen if you want to use it go ahead you can you can harvest the tides okay it's it's not you, you can just put my name in the bottom or something that's okay really fast uh, just a, like a special thank you thumbs up a, a fist bump fist bump to have you seen that in a movie that'd be kind of interesting fist bump in yeah like special thanks to or just a fist bump to oh. an exploding fist bump to oh no my mom who oh. taught me to Anyways, that you could do that. You could use that in your next next production. movie I make. Yes. Fist bump too. Okay, <laughs> and a fist bump to Eric for giving Eric, me the idea. Yes. Of fist bump. The fist All bump. right, All I'm right. I'm gonna look for that. All right. Oh look at this movie. Oh, that's my name. I'm in there. I'm in there. Um, the moon actually. Moon rocks. Moon rocks have a very high degree of H three, which is helium three. Helium three uh, is is an enormous source of power. They say that one shuttle full one of the of the discovery or challenger or whatever shuttle full of that of of the moon rocks would power uh what did they say california for a year seriously h3 because h3 instead of fission which is ridiculously uh uh, uh time consuming assuming and, and and dangerous and difficult is is an is a, is not a very good way to make energy, but fusion, which is what the sun does, they actually the the sun takes helium, or no, it it takes hydrogen, which is like number one on the atomic scale. It only has one electron and one uh at one neutron, one proton, one proton, one electron. That's he that's hydrogen. The sun takes four of those and smushes them into helium, and that's fusion power that's different than fission what we do here on earth is we take uranium which is like 238 uh molecule like not molecules but uh like there's 238 protons and, mm-hmm. and 200 mm-hmm. electrons or whatever and we shoot something into it and bust it apart and it releases energy but if you have enough energy to fuse things together that also creates an enormous amount of energy but traditional fusion is way in the future H3, hydrogen 3, is a lot easier to create fusion with, okay? Because you already have, because an H3 is an isotope of hydrogen, or, or helium, hydrogen, yes, I'm sorry. I, I haven't done a lot of research on this, but on this website I read, and uh, they talked about the moon rocks having a lot of H3, and that if we could get a shuttle full of that back to Earth, we could create this fusion and it would power a city. So that's going to be the next space race because Russia and China already have plans to shoot a rocket to the, to the moon and start harvesting these moon rocks that are full of this H3. You're sitting there like I'm like making this up and no, pulling it no, right out of my no, pants. No, no. Yeah. I don't, I'm not backing up with a lot of facts, I know. But I read it off of that website, which I know it's a, it's a comedy website, right? But, Correct, right. Correct. Right, but... There seemed to be there was a lot of there seemed, seemed to, be to be a lot of fact a the, lot of humor. truth in yeah and and there usually is and that article seemed to really kind of ring true to me now normally if I do read a, a thing like that I will do a lot of research on it but I was very busy today cracking my own concrete so I I didn't I didn't have a lot of time to research that but it really kind of rang true to me that hey because because it reminded me of um 
what is it oxygen mm-hmm. and they say that like a, a ton of the oxygen like 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 a lot of the oxygen like 70 percent of the oxygen on this on this planet is locked up in dirt mm. sure sure it's like well because well, how, how, you, you think about oxygen as a gas it's floating no it's just a, it's just a molecule mm-hmm. right it's just a it's just an element and these elements are can combine with all kinds of other i mean water is 33 percent oxygen mm-hmm. think about that that's mm-hmm. crazy that's why fish can breathe it, mm-hmm. you know? And so when you start thinking about chemistry like that, it's like, hmm, well, if moon rocks contain all this H3, this crazy isotope of hydrogen that that would make it a lot easier for us human beings to, uh, you know, in, invent a way to, to, to um, create energy through fusion mm-hmm. instead of this fission crap that's been nothing but trouble from day one. And I've actually heard that Germany has said that by 2020 they want to out they want to completely phase out all their their uh, uh, fission reactors. Mm-hmm. They're leading the way and saying after this, I mean there was three of my own, there was Chernobyl, this Fukushima, this Fukushima, Fukushima. is is it's the final straw. I mean mm-hmm. we're we're sick of it. It's gonna it screws up the whole damn planet. Mm-hmm. I mean seriously that that radiation goes into the air mm-hmm. and it. They say in California, all the avocados and all this shit, it's all going to be full of radiation. So it's like, what? you can't even eat food anymore because of one, <laughs> one planet, because of one city wanted wanted cheap power. And, and, and you know, the, 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 the powers that be, the guys that have a lot of money, we're making money off of it. Oh, well, we'll provide power really cheap to these guys by building another nuclear power plant because all these tax breaks are in place for it. We talked about that the other mm-hmm, week, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just want to go back to that moon rocks thing are you sure it wasn't a parody that eh, could have been because it seems kind of funny like we're gonna power the earth with moon rocks but now here's the other thing and and the only reason that i question it uh is because if a shuttle full of moon rocks could power a city for a year then it becomes a numbers question. How much money is it going to take to get to the moon, harvest a shuttle full of rockets, and bring it back to the Earth? And how much money can you make by powering a city? Now, I don't want to make this into a whole corporate thing and a marketing thing, but I feel if you could make more money by selling those moon rocks, we would have already done it. But if we haven't done it, that tells me that either... We don't have the technology to convert the moon rocks into energy, or it's more expensive to actually fly the rocks back here to power the power the city. Two things. Number okay. one, uh, well, actually, no, one thing because I forgot the other one. But it actually brings me to the idea of the the initial article that you sent me. Okay. Who is going to make money off of this deal? The guys that have all the money already. Right. And they are the ones that control what we consume. And they control the energy. And they know that they've got us by the balls. And they can suck as much money out. They're not going to... They know that there's that we're running out of oil. Coal is bad for the environment. We're running out of coal. It's very difficult to extract coal. It kills a lot of people. It's, it's bad for the environment, it's bad for the earth, it's bad for people, but they're making lots of money off of it. Mm-hmm. If there was a magic moon rocket that could bring back rocks from the moon and power the earth, do you think they would do it? No yes. matter how much yes. money they would make on it? Yes. No. Yes. no, because they are making money off of what they have right now. Okay, I, I say yes, and I'll tell you why I think yes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to branch off here for a second. Um, A lot of our legislation and laws are now being co-opted by corporations for the sole purposes of making themselves more money. And this was no more evident than in this whole um, uh, marijuana thing. Like there's a whole like new movement. Let's legalize it. Let's tax it. Let's make more revenue. Let's, let's keep it clean. Let's, and there's other people like legalize all the drugs, the hell with it. You know, you want to do heroin? Fine. Get it clean. Uh, it's not cut with stuff or whatever. You know, maybe that's somewhat fast and loose, but let's just, let's stick with the marijuana here, right? Like 
not much science says that that's a deadly thing. Like more people die from drinking alcohol yeah. or, or smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, one guy on the radio was pointing out like uh, cigarettes are like the only product marketed who, if used as directed, you will die. You know, if you smoke the cigarettes the, the way they want you to smoke the cigarettes and the way they're marketed to you, you will die. And that's the only product that is that is uh, designed. Well, to chewing that. tobacco. Well, tobacco in general, tobacco. Okay. Yes. Anyways, um, well, and then OxyContin is much more addictive, and but and if you that's take that, legal. if you take that as prescribed, its ultimate outcome is not death. It's yeah, but you can pain. become addicted to it. But that's not taking it as prescribed. I don't want to get too far off, okay, whatever. Okay. off, off topic here because the cigarettes they want you to get addicted and they want you to keep smoking. It's not like smoke a pack every year. Right. It's yeah. smoke a pack a day or two packs. Or after, hey, after sex, maybe three packs. Have a have a have a nice relaxing Marlboro. So let's go back to the marijuana for a second. There's a lot of cities now in California they're starting to legalize uh for for medical sure. use and yep. all this sort of stuff but even, it's governments it's it has to be grown by the government it's right. this particular even though the DEA is saying we're still going to prosecute you if you even though the city's made it legal at the federal level it's still illegal so there's that whole controversy that's going on now i heard another article where there's a pharmaceutical company who has synthesized THC, THC and yeah. they've called it some like THC is some I don't. They gave some stupid name to it, and they're four twenty, <laughs> right? Right. No, it was nothing clever like that. They gave it some chemically sounding name and said that they can synthesize the THC. They can make medication out of it that doesn't have uh, the same high. And the Food and Drug Administration is considering okaying this for big pharma, but sure. but not for you. Can't grow a little plant in your backyard. You will go to prison. But a big corporation, they can manufacture this this chemical substitute that is based or derived upon the plant for for medical reasons or whatever, which will probably be half half as effective or not effective at all. My point here is that the reason I think if Moonrocks was viable is because that is not something you or I can go and get. Going back to the marijuana parallel, anybody can grow some weed and have it in their backyard. But what they're trying to do to get around that is make this synthesized thing and then make laws that says, well, the only people that can do it are the people that have the science and the people that have done the research. We're going to allow this for the big pharmaceutical companies and they can produce the synthesized uh, THC. Meanwhile, the plant, that's still off limits. Does that make any sense? Mm, I'm not... I'm not picking it up, not really, because I mean I kind of see where you're trying to go, but it it's it's not a valid argument against um, the idea that there is a possibility of it, and that possibility is is being squelched because the money is it is about the money. I will grant you that. And the money right now is uh, still being made. And actually, this is uh, and the reasoning now, it finally just popped into my head, was something that you've brought up before. The reasoning behind it is the money is still being made in the traditional methods of extracting um, non-renewable energy sources from the earth because it employs a lot of people. So the corporations get a lot of tax breaks by hiring these people, you know, paying them a little bit making a huge profit on the on the on the product that is nothing but a a, a, a raping of the planet or mm-hmm. a earth fucking <laughs> okay and they don't really they have no morals in that sense so they're uh you know they, they don't have they they're, they're not feeling bad about that so that doesn't stop them from doing it uh and it's been it's it's what their daddy did and it's what their daddy did i mean oil and coal it's 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 old money and it's easy and like you said there's big machines that you can just order a new part i'll just yeah 40 million dollars for a new platform sure let's stick one in the gulf of tonkin there and we'll start drilling down five miles and start getting the oil no problem and if it spills a little bit and kills a million seals well we'll just throw a couple million dollars to the people and buy them some shrimp dinners and put them on american idol let's get somebody from that area of the country to win american idol next year they'll forget all about it right um the the money that it would cost to to really get up to the moon 
and to start bringing stuff back like that, yeah, there's probably a lot of research and development right going on now okay. because they know that, but it's not viable yet. Okay. And and, bef- and until it starts to get viable, it's it's just it's not going to happen. I think no, no, no. See, that's where I, that's where I think we separate paths because I if it's not viable now, then I agree, nobody's going to do it because there's there's oil money, there's money to right be made on. on that black gold. Right on. But if if it all of a sudden was viable, some bright person out there came up with plans and how to convert moon rocks into energy and posted the plans on the internet and Philip 66 came along and were like, ooh, look at that. And they put together the machine and then somehow they usurped the patent on that and and then they figure it out. If there's money to be made at it and it's money, mon, mon, monopolistic, 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 if it's monopolistic, I think it would be explored. Of course, it is being explored. Don't fool yourself. And I think money would it be, is being explored. Thrown at it, and I—I'm I, I I'm sure money is being thrown at money. It, it you know what? Done. Right now, there are so many irons in the fire of technology. Yeah, that to, but at that a small to, scale. I mean, even in, do you know? Do you know even half of the money that's being thrown in the technology of, of the computer world, and that's what you do for a living? I mean, honestly, do you? If somebody started talking to you about the Ubuntu, the new server configurations on such a deep level. If somebody started talking to you about how they how they make chips, even do you have, do you know anything about making a computer chip? No. Okay, and they've been making them for twenty five, thirty, forty years. Seriously, since since the X Men have started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been making computer chips. Yet you are in the business. You've been in the business all your life. You have no idea how to make a computer chip. Right. Why start exploring different things like that when there's like, but see, just the, stick the, with what you know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Stick with what you know, but there is a lot of development. There's a lot of research in, and so once once a, a I gotta set be honest thing is, though, is, is is made, and maybe this proves your point. But I I gotta be honest, like as somebody who's in the technology field, and then as somebody who gets in front of. Intel, AMD, Cisco, and all these companies and listens to their various presentations and whatnot. What it seems is every four or five years, they say, hey, we figured out a new way to make things faster. I mean, processors, like you said, they've been, they've been making those since the 60s and there's, there's been some jumps, but, but bottom line, it's what it is, is they're, they're getting Smaller and faster, smaller and faster, smaller Meh. and faster, smaller and faster. Smaller Meh. And faster. Don't and and don't you sometimes think, hmm, this this has been around for. I mean, that was in that article that you sent me. No, no, to, no. to go I back mean, to that's, that, is, that's what I'm saying. Is it's that, like there's there's sometimes you 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 buy a computer and there'll be a chip, there'll be the fancy chip in there, and six months later, a year later, they say buy the upgrade, and all it is is a piece of software that unlocks oh, yeah. a new thing that was already in the chip well, i they, mean my brothers told me about this yeah. how they they came out with like like 10 years ago or 20 years ago the 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 mustangs came out with turbocharging sure and ferdinand porsche came up with turbocharging in 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 volkswagens and porsches 75 years ago it's not new technology it's just they repackaged it and nobody knew about it mm-hmm. it was kind of kept under wraps you know in in the technology field, it's it's it's. I mean, it's, research and development is a, is an amazing field. It's also it's it's a lot worse in the technology field. What you said. Um, well, in the pharmaceutical, I worked in the research and development in the pharmaceutical world for a year. Not the research and development, but the the buying. So, there you're familiar with the term mainframe, right? Sure. So many large companies own a mainframe, which is a just a generic word for a IBM supercomputer. A huge server. Yeah, for the most part. Um, they're proven technology. They're pretty rock solid. But what, what happens is they sell you this gigantic box. And inside this gigantic box, it may have 16 processors and a whole bunch of memory and all of this disk space. But when you if you buy the million-dollar version... We're going to allow you, IBM is going to allow you to have four processors, a little bit of memory, and a little bit of hard drive. But if you find that that's not meeting your needs, you can give us another million dollars, and we'll unlock two more processors. All that hardware, it's all already that, in it's, there. It's, a, it's there. It's unutilized, just sitting there, and it's just waiting for you to put your ATM card, slide it across, so you can unlock a couple more things to allow you to continue on your job. But it's so cheap to produce the damn thing that 
Right. And that's what we're, well, and that, I don't know if I really want to go this far into it, but I mean, that's what we do these days. That's not what we do, but that's what companies Well, that's companies what that whole article do, was like, about. Yeah. You're, yeah. Re, re, it's about, it's about uh, controlling the amount of things that people can, it's, what was the actual term that they used in the article? It was um, planned obsolescence. No, it was uh controlled release oh, of, of resource. It was controlled resource. Right. Control the resources. And that's what land ownership is all about. I mean, that's what that's what imperialism is all about. And because human beings used to be resources, then they are. They still, sure. are. Oh, still are. Instead of going in and, and attacking a nation and absorbing their land like they did in the Roman Empire or the or the Ottoman Empire or the the, the British Empire, like, you know, what, what uh, I mean, well, the American Empire, basically, mm-hmm. right? Oh, this land is ours now because we have guns and they're uncivilized and uh, we're, we're just going to take, they don't have any religion. They don't understand Jesus, who's the true savior, blah, blah, blah. We're going to, they don't deserve to live. Right. Goodbye. Move Burn over, move over, yeah. move over, move Here, over. Here's, move here's over. a little get bit off, of desert off, land yeah. for you. If you don't like it, we'll shoot your babies, you know? Okay, so, uh, yeah, wow. Well, yeah. yeah. Now we're getting kind of... <laughs> and so, on another topic... Uh, I like to boil my brats in beer before I cook them on the, on the grill. Absolutely, you know, it's, And course. it's finally summertime here in Wisconsin. Holy moly, can you imagine? It, actually, it went, it went straight from, like, cold, cold to, like, summer. It's summer. It is summer. It's officially summer. Bam. June first, right? Hot. No, June twenty first would be well. That'd be the summer solstice. So it's it's summer, I think. I think it's still spring, technically speaking. Uh, it Tw- went tomorrow's gonna be ninety. Yeah, very yeah. very hot spring day, but but yeah. I like to boil my beer. I like to boil, boil your my beer. Beer. Oh yeah, before I drink it. I'm just worried about sanitary con- oh, concerns. Yeah. I boil my beer beforehand. Oh yeah, I like hot beer. <laughs> Party with a hot beer. I'll make myself a beer tea. A hot fat boy. A chunky boy, a hefty boy, a hot hearty boy, hearty boy. <laughs> I like to party with the hearty boys. So you have a oh hearty boys. I have a, I have a, I have a hearty boy fetish. I have, no, Nancy Drew, she was pretty hot. Actually, I got a Nancy was. Oh my gosh, I don't want to talk about Nancy. I read a bunch of Hardy Boys books. Did when you? I was a kid. Oh man, I was a freak for them. I don't know the why. clock, the old clock one. I think I read that was the first one. I think was it? I think I have them at the store. If you'd like to start collecting them, no thanks. They're I all, think I have the original the, signed version by one of the Hardy Boys. I think it was. <laughs> Josh Hardy was it? <laughs> Laurel Hardy. Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what their names are. Uh, I think, Marty, Marty Hardy. I think I stopped reading them after I realized that everything, every single book was about the same. It's the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then had, Josh, Josh fell in the hole, <laughs> and Bill came after him, and, <laughs> <laughs> and Nancy Drew was there. It was amazing. Arf, arf. What? What? Bill fell in the hole. <laughs> arf. So you have a fridge in your your garage and you boil your brats. Were you gonna? Was this gonna well, be a, a good one? Not really. It was oh, just like uh, you can make it good. <clears throat> okay, so I I have this fridge that I bought last year for ten bucks at a garage sale. It's a little like a like a dorm fridge. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I stick. I Beers. I had yeah. I had like a thirty pack of uh, paps okay. in there, and I didn't want to keep it running like all winter, so I just unplugged it. Mm-hmm. Well, I. I had a party, not really a party, but like my parents were over. Yep, and family get together. Yeah, so I opened it up and there's all these paps in there, and when they were like, they kind of warmed up and then yeah. cooled down. And my brother's ah, and he started drinking. I mean, so I boiled the brats in there, and they actually, well, of course, yeah. they turned out really good. I mean, I, I didn't the, think was the beer any good? I you know drinking wise, I didn't drink it. I just poured okay. the brats in. And, do you usually drink your own beer before you pour it in? Like no, the wheat? no, 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 because no, you oh, you God, started no. with with the wheat boiling your brats in wheat beer. Because we're all right. The wit, the the mothership wit by New um, Belgium. New Belgium. That's although, and that goes back to our our, our whole original. Uh, I can't. What the hell? You're having some problems with your I, microphone uh, stand yeah, it, there. It won't. It won't stand. It's a microphone lay. I think. Um, <laughs> we we had our little wheat off, and yes. uh, we we both like years ago. Sw- yep. Overloaded. And every wheat I've ever made, I think I overloaded on the on the on the cardamom and the orange peel and yeah. coriander. Jesus, yeah, you know. So this tastes just like both yeah. either of them. You could probably pop either one of them open, and and so you said that you boiled your brats in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, is the flavor the brats you that I had here last yep. week? Those are wheat boiled brats. 
Hmm. Oh, no wonder they were so awful. Well, I was high as a kite. <laughs> were you? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Didn't you know that? No. I'm always high as a kite every time nice. I come over here. I can't come over. I can't even. Can't come over here I can't sober. deal with this existence unless I'm like <laughs> tripping out on I need my something. own reality, man. MDND. I can't yeah. handle. I can't handle your harsh, man. All these tchotchkes, man. I've, I'd be like, oh, I want that. I want that. I want that. But I, there's a drug that I take that actually like reduces my consumeristic tendencies, which is, I, I, hey, if yeah, I could come up with one of those. Them. Nobody nobody would sell it because they would be it's run suppressed out of town. that's right it's like the moon it, rocks it's it already suppressed. exists there's a drug already that just suppresses Pfizer's like desire. i'll buy the patent to that they bought the patent to it but then all of the consumer companies came along and said eh, we're gonna pay you money not to sell that drug can you yeah, imagine i got a genetic version it's called nature yes anyways um it's called it's called sex oh can you imagine uh no what was i gonna say what are you doing <laughs> over there what is going on? I'm fine. There, Thank stop you. touching that thing. Ooh, it's <laughs> leave your pants alone. <laughs> the obelisk is <laughs> swelling. Obelisk it's it's glowing. Oh, it's pulsating. It's Optimus right. Prime, it's, I think, is going to erupt. It's, it's ready to shoot to the moon <laughs> and get some Spectrum, power. It needs a, it needs to draw some power from the moon. It needs some energon from the moon. The striker cube. Um. What was I going to say? Shiner Bach? Beer. Uh, beer. Beer and brats. It doesn't matter the quality of beer that you boil your brats in, in my opinion. It really doesn't. You could take you could take yourself some Corona, set it out in the sun for a good two weeks, bring it back inside, throw it in the fridge, whatever, and then boil your brats in it. That skunky... I don't think you'd notice. I don't really think it matters. <laughs> Going back to your paps that were stuck in your fridge. Right. And I was a little worried about it, but... They actually turned out really good. And then I made, um, I bought like six leeks the other day. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, man. Leeks are nice. What is a leek? A leek is like a, it's like a. It's like an onion? Yeah. yeah you know what a, you know what a green onion, a scallion? Mm-hmm. Okay. Imagine a scallion on steroids. Okay. Like if there's Stephen Hawking, uh, like propped up, you know, with, with uh, like a marionette mm-hmm. naked. And then there's Arnold Schwarzenegger in his biggest days oh. right next to him naked. That's like a scallion and a leek, and then a leek. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, like so what leeks, you're telling are, me is leeks. leeks are like you can't even get your hand around them. They're they're like as big as my cock. Basically. They're <laughs> wow. huge. Big as your obelisk. They're, <laughs> they're huge, and uh, they're and they're flavorful. Lo- uh yeah, they have like this weird mellow. Have you ever heard of vichyssoise? No, it's like the classic French soup. All it has is a little bit of butter, like a ton of leeks, like six huge leeks, and then like uh, maybe a half a dozen potatoes. And that's like the the leeks are cooked in the butter for like a half an hour, just like slowly sauteed. And uh, then the potatoes are added, some chicken stock, maybe a little chicken stock. And then um, that's boiled or like simmered for like two or three hours. And then you put that in. That's why I wanted that blender. That's Mm -hmm. why I'm obsessed about that blender because then you blend that up to a super smooth consistency. You can even run it through a china cap, which is like a, a... a restaurant term for like a sieve, a really fine sieve, but it's a big one. So is it like a puree after it's you're like done? A, oh, and then you add like you you bring it. It might be a little thick at that point, so you add like heavy cream, and you get this creamy, light green, flavorful soup that's just unbelievable. And it's got like a little bit of texture from the potato granules, and it's got the flavor from the leeks. Yeah, well, Rachel Ray like cooks with tons of leeks. Like everything she makes has leeks in it. Okay. Leeks are just really, really good food. They're really good. So I, I had like six leeks that I bought the other day, and I I made some soup the other night. So I had this huge pot of this leek soup, and I didn't have one of those blenders, mm-hmm. so I couldn't blend it up. So it was a little chunky yet, but it's it kind of cooked down to this mash. And so some of these brats that I had cooked with this beer, I'd like added to that, and oh, it was just, it was a delicious. Oh thing. wow, it was nice! Really, really, really good. Yeah, it was really good. Well, well done there. Yeah, I don't know. I like to cook. I, I'm yeah, well, cooking's good. I I don't like to cook. Really? No. Well, um, that you just like brats and burgers. All right, brats and burgers, brats and burgers. I like to grill. No, and grilling is a lot of fun. You, could, you can do before. a lot of cool shit with. I mean, have you ever grilled portobello mushrooms? Yeah. Yes, I actually have. Yes. Okay, so you. I mean, okay, so you you cut the tops off. Mm-hmm. You have this huge mushroom. You marinate it in sure. like mm-hmm. balsamic vinegar, olive oil, you know, some herbs or whatever mm-hmm. for like six hours. Grill those fuckers up. Get a nice bun, 
Mm-hmm. Like butter it up a little bit, grill that, and some nice cheese. Right, some gouda, some really nice, really cheese. good gouda, or Not some like Argento Ar- cheese. No, slices. no, 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 really like nice like some like some Swiss, some baby Monster, Swiss or something. Maybe. And then uh, maybe some roasted red bell peppers or something. You make yourself a sandwich like that, maybe mm-hmm. a little horseradish sauce or something. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude, that's and those mushrooms get the cons- mm-hmm. consistency of of like a really good burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, wow. I, I, I'm I'm with you. We've done portobellos on the grill. We uh, oh, and dude, they're so ch- they're cheaper than meat, mm-hmm. and they're I mean they're better for your irritable bowel syndrome or whatever you got going on over there. Because man, I don't know what's going on, but it's in your pants in here. I'm- your obelisk is terrible, man. Jeez, you got quite a defense. Woo. Um, yes, no, I, 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 I thoroughly enjoy grilling. I've got a couple of grilling cookbooks, and I enjoy finding different. I want to do a, a, a pork loin or, or a tenderloin. Rather. Oh, right on. Oh, uh, yeah. Cut those things into medallions. Maybe do a, a marinade with some sort of like. Do you know what a sweet? Are you talking a, pen, a tenderloin or a pork loin? A tenderloin. One of those okay. round things. That's, that's beef. A beef tenderloin. Okay, whatever. Do you know what a beef tenderloin is? You cut it into... And if you cut it into the medallions, like thick medallions, that's a filet mignon. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it's like the best cut of meat. It's And, and the reason is because... Uh, Maybe I'm thinking about a pork tenderloin then. Whatever the cheap meat is, you get like four pounds of it for like $7. Oh, one of those real big ones? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. If you marinate that for a yeah, long time, yeah, you yeah. can grill the whole damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then cut it in or, or whatever. Yeah. You so then you slice it and it. then like make an orange reduction mm-hmm. with marmalade mm-hmm. and like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I do thoroughly you could get that. You could get, though, I, I, f- like um, beef tenderloin is really not that expensive. It's like seven bucks a pound. Okay. And they're usually about two or three pounds. So, yeah, okay, 20 bucks. But still, 20 bucks. If you cut it into medal- like into thick steaks, mm-hmm. if you go to a restaurant and order a a, um, a filet mignon, mm-hmm. they're going to charge you 25, 30 bucks for mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. You could get eight of them, seriously, out of a, out of one beef tenderloin. Mm-hmm. You slice those suckers up into about you know one and a half to two inch chunks. You got that round piece of meat like that that's that thick. You push that sucker down on the grill, medium rare. Mm-hmm. You serve that with some sautéed mushrooms. Oh man, you are gonna fucking have the party of a lifetime. Seriously, and it's gonna cost you about the same as a big pack of brats and a big pack of burgers. You know? Oh yeah. And then you and then you like fatten people up with the with the salad, and you and you make a make a good dressing with like just throw some uh, olive oil and some maple syrup and some uh, orange marmalade because you balance that back out with the with the reduction. And some vinegar and some some fresh herbs and boom, you make yourself a salad dressing. Make yourself a fresh, you know, mushroom like like raw mushroom and and cucumber and spinach salad or something. Throw that out there. Oh yeah, I I, I really want to make a. I want to get my deck going mm-hmm. so I can have parties. You know, mm-hmm. I don't really like my neighborhood though. <laughs> so many tangents my mind goes on. Woo. Uh. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There you go. <laughs> I really got nothing to add to that. <laughs> well, that was fun though. Where did we go? Yeah. We got we got uh, we got X Men. We started off with the X Men. I gotta I gotta listen to some talking. of those. The Danger Zone. Danger. You've been to the Danger Zone then. The Danger Room. Oh, oh. not the Danger Zone. So, That's my other podcast where we discuss nothing but Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> Dude, I'm. Dude, I'm so into that. It's like, oh, you could be a guest on it. Right on. If right you got on. some good uh, Tom Cruise anecdotes, it'd be oh, really fantastic. oh yeah, I was. We generally was... talk about the volleyball scene in Top Gun. I mean, that's about the only thing we we really haven't gotten past that portion of his career. There's so many so levels into that that abs. there's so many levels that in, that, in that, that volleyball that scene game? works oh, on. God. Oh, and you got Val Kilmer. Oh my God, he's in there too. It's it's amazing, That's and then you got Ron L. Hubbard, who what? He's not in there. No, but Ron L. Hubbard is is the, L. Ron the, Hubbard? the father of the uh, Scientology. Oh. Who Tom Hanks is a Tom, Tom Cruise proponent. Oh my God! I brought up. I brought this is one more story I'm going to tell here. I brought up the uh, the Wilson, the the uh, what what's the movie Wilson with Tom Hanks? Castaway. I I brought up the scene in Castaway. Where he knocks his tooth out with a, with yeah, a skate with because the skate. there was there was a woman oh my god she looked just like um she looked like uh, Joanne Lundquist is that her last name no Joanne Schilling Schilling but nobody knows who she is so anyway she looked just like her and then she had a daughter who didn't look didn't look like Natalie okay really that much but 
somehow still the the facial structure but they were like not they didn't have any money or whatever and the the, the daughter had she came in she's like oh i need some clothes and she bought some stuff and I, I don't know how it even came up. She's like, oh, my God, my tooth hurts so much. Oh, I want insurance, and I just I can't. And oh, I just want to. And so I, silent, and you so went I, to the back and grabbed the skate and gave it to her. No, but I brought up that scene. And oh I, I didn't even bring up the I was like, oh, you could do the Wilson. That's all I said, because you know how my mind works. And I'm like, at my store, I'm like, when I'm on here, and I like jump, jump, and jump, and jump, and jump. And my customers know that. So I all I said was, oh, you could do a Wilson. And they both just winced. Oh. And she's like, oh, I remember that. And then we started talking about that movie and blah, blah, blah. Because a lot of my customers are ADD just like me. It's great. <laughs> we have a good time. It's it's a lot of fun. But uh, maybe that's just, just call that the, the, the attention deficit uh, resale store. There you go. <laughs> just a bunch Come of people in. that are like. Yeah. That, that can I be- want socks. I like bicycles. Oh, I got to go. I'm hungry. I got some of this. What do you Let want? me sell you something. I want to buy something. I, I got to go. make a filet mignon. <laughs> let's go grilling let's go look ba- at a chicken basically every day you would open the shop at like 10 a.m and then close at 10 30 because you'd be like oh we're going to the park today okay <laughs> oh now we're going to we'll the be zoo. back we'll be back come on we'll, we'll we're going we're gonna go swimming now what do you want this i could yeah that would hey it's a new marketing campaign sure. it's, a new, it's a new a new genre of business business genre you know what i think would be fun add tours Oh hell yeah! Maybe I could. I could totally. There you go. Is what you need to do is come up with an ADD touring business, and what you need to do is get yourself a whole bunch of folks who have ADD and have a good idea of the rough layout of Madison, and then just random, just completely just, no itinerary today, folks. Oh, We're just gonna drive down East Washington. We're gonna st- look at the sidewalk. Is this cool? There's no. Wow. Pa- yeah. There's no what's, pamphlet. What's there's growing no here map. in front of this in front of this building? I would say that you would have to have one rough structure, and that would be. You have to capital. head. You have to head. No, no, no. You have to head toward the capital. That's it. <laughs> Stop okay, folks, the monkey, we're though. gonna head toward the capital, and then, then, then from there, you could end up in Baraboo. I think the Willie Street Fair <laughs> is going on. You could end up on State Street, the Willie Street Fair. Absolutely, the mall. Whatever happens that day, your basement. Oh, folks, you gotta see these Check out buttons these. I made. Wow. <laughs> Let's go to Jeremy's house. He's got these cards of the Marvel got superheroes. Action figures and Marvel superhero cards. You could That's a pretty good idea. And if I you could get a bus could somehow a little, a little short bus. <laughs> you yes. Yes. Is there is there a uh, I could do a mini course at the UW. ADD tours. Is there a color that somehow exemplifies ADD? Purple. Okay, so purple. So all instead of having yellow short buses, you're gonna have purple short oh, buses. Nice. Yeah. And if you could do that right, and if you could somehow make enough of a name for this ADD tour system, so you'd have to have at least three buses and three tourist guides who who all have ADD, uh, and who are all also into this. I mean, this could be like one of those kitschy, like not kitschy, yeah. but like like the twine local, balls, local, or the, local. Lo- what what's that? Uh, colloquial, 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 like oh. local businesses that just kind of really catch on i want to say tourist trap but not tourist trap but one of those things that's like various places around the country are known for like the biggest twine ball or the this whatever oh, you know you know what i just thought of the downfall of it oh the, the first two or three weeks people would be like oh yeah let's do that but then they would be like okay they're the, the same people would keep either you keep don't coming. Have repeat business. No, you're you're actually no. I think you're trying. I think to get it, you know what? I think it would Chicago be or from Minnesota. I think it would be all repeat business because it would be different every single time. <laughs> or actually, you would just seriously. ADD I would have like six customers. Okay, Let's do it again this week. You pay like it's kind of like a CSA. You never know what you're gonna get in the box. Oh, a CSA tour <laughs> every day is different. An ADHD CSA. Wow, I think I think we're truly onto something here. <laughs> so you'd get subscriptions to these people every every two weeks, maybe because every week would be maybe too much. They have other stuff going on, you know. Every two weeks, you just get on the bus for two hours <laughs> and drive around Madison and. Oh, look at this! Look, there's some ducks mating on the on the lawn. Let's the... go feed the ducks. Come on, let's, guys! Come on, let's. Oh, you know I what think, else are you gonna do I today? Think the, the baffle heads are in town. Let's let's go check them out. <laughs> oh, the the carp are running. The the muskies are running over at Winger Park. Let's go over there, right? Oh, we're building a tall bike. Let's stop over here at this guy's house. We're, let's look at this. This is cool. Let's we can all try one out. Everybody, hop on. Let's ride one around. 
I think you could. I think there's money to be made in that idea right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's work it out. All right, folks. Let's make a. Let's make a video. Let's make a a promotional video. A promotional video for it. I think that would be a lot of fun. Actually, that would. That All right. Would, that would be very funny. All right. Let's put it on our docket. Okay, folks. Let's write it out. <laughs> Fifty mile docket. You should get one of those little, uh, one of those little notebooks that flips on the top yeah, and, and circle. Start, start the. Docket. These are the ideas that we did. And there'll be like two things circled and like, <laughs> like ninety eight things of like. It's all right. Oh. Hey, we get it's our it's our docket list. There you go. Um, Cheers. So until next time. Yeah. This is this has been uh, this has been uh, podcast uh, TFI number one thirty. Two, three, or two, or something. Yeah. We're up there. Have you been collecting them? Yeah. Oh, you should. <laughs> you should bag. We should make. Uh, we should make cards, like mem- commemorative oh. cards. That'd be kind of sweet. Little collectible trading we cards. Give them away for Christmas this year to everybody. You still owe somebody some buttons. Uh oh. All right. So would it be? Would it be Usman? It would be Usman. There you go. Or Usman. Yeah, it depends on depends on your mood. Depends on which tour you're giving. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, we could. We could branch out to New York. Oh. That'd be pretty sweet. There we go. Folks, we're going to eat lobsters tonight. Don't All piss right. on your lobster. Don't piss your lobster. Don't piss on your comic books. <laughs> <laughs>